What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Antler Up podcast. And today, man, I'm so happy to get this one out to you because this is one I've been waiting for uh, for a very long time. And that is our preseason goal podcast with myself, Dimitri, and Mike. And uh, I am so excited to bring this one to you just because that means this weekend it is hunting season in the state of Pennsylvania. So, yes, we have had a couple units open so far. But statewide opener is October 3rd. So right off the bat, congratulations to those that have filled their tags already and best of luck to those heading out for the first time uh, on this Saturday. So I just want to say uh, for this one, we were just going off of talking a lot about what our goals are, hoping uh, to see what we get this year, as well as uh, personal goals uh, for, for hunting, growing as an individual. But then also like we talk, we get into gear uh, and like what we're running this year, just because it's just something that we love to talk about. So hopefully you guys enjoy this one. And uh, man, we had a blast talking uh, about this one. So again, thank you everyone for all your support. Those of you that purchased our new hats, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for tagging us in those as well. And uh Obviously, too, right now when this drops, we have uh, our restock of our multicam. We have the forest as well as the uh, tan, like desert uh, camo style. So, thank you to Shea Butler uh, Knives out there, uh, single acre hat company. Now they have a new uh, brand to go with under that. So, check them out. Amazing individuals. He and his wife over there doing what doing their thing, and uh, obviously Shea making those beautiful, gorgeous knives. So. Just shout out to him. And again, thank you for all your support. Again, I want to say thank you to all our partners. Uh, and uh, one of them that I want to talk about is because I'm going to be wearing uh, some first light gear this Saturday, and that's the Klamath hoodie. And that thing, I freaking love that because it's so versatile in that it could be an, a base layer. It could also be an outer layer piece. So check out all the gear that we wear over at firstlight.com. Great people, awesome individuals. So we love supporting them as well as our friends over at Cobra Archery uh, with the Harvester release, our friends over at Stokerized uh, Stabilizers. They're, you got to check out their M1 series. Beautiful, amazing construction piece of equipment as far as that stabilizer is concerned. Again, just great people. Just thank you everybody so much uh, for all that you have shown us for this support for this upcoming season. We're really, really looking forward to uh Hopefully getting some luck and putting some deer down on the ground and uh, man, really looking forward to those opportunities. So thank you everybody again for listening until next time. Antler up, man. We are uh, it's hunt season, man. Let's hunt. I know dude. <laughs> I got what? I got two more sl- nights of sleep before I wake up and I'm walking in the woods yeah, Thursday you're... morning. I'll be out. Yeah. You're the lucky one that gets to hunt yeah. a couple of days before us. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm already starting to lose sleep because I'm already replaying in the morning in my mind, like what I'm going to do when I wake up. <laughs> I probably won't sleep, so I won't have to worry about waking up. I'll just be wide awake, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. How about so, you? This is, this is definitely the earliest I've been ready. I mean, most years it's probably Friday night and I'm packing my bag and <laughs> making sure probably putting broadheads on my arrows and I'm already set. So, I mean, I got my quiver ready, my bags packed. My clothes are all washed. I mean, this is the earliest. I I think the trip in August really kind of set the tone. Going, yeah. So. yeah, that was like a preseason for you guys, pretty much in terms of prep, right? I mean, kind of. Yeah, we we talked about that the other day. How how long ago? That's been over six weeks now, and it's just crazy that this time flew by already. 
Yeah, it's I awesome, just man. I, I just can't get over the fact that it was six weeks ago. It does seem so far, but yet it doesn't. You know, I, like you just see. I think too because of everybody's ending their elk season chasing elk right now that you see on social media. So you see all that, and you're like, man, I, I was just kind of there, <laughs> in a sense. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, man, it's 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 awesome to see though. Of like, I saw today on like that post that I had. Uh, you know, what are you doing to get ready for this week? And Tom, uh, Tim's buddy from back at home that hunts in Northeast PA, how he, I liked how he was like earning all the brownie points with the misses. <laughs> it's like, man, don't we all need that? Yeah, no doubt. It's going to be, it's going to be, a, I, I think too, just because I, I don't know what your regs are, Mike, but I mean, Dimitri and I, we were talking about it the other day where we have so much time now to hunt this year. As far as for Pennsylvania, we got extra days and between Sundays and extra week in archery. So I think uh, we got lots of time. So hopefully it's not the lack of trying if, if we don't connect in archery. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think we've done our homework and, I, you know, I'm anxious to talk a little bit about that. And, you know, we've it's been really awesome these past week and a half because we've gotten a lot of messages of people reaching out, just saying how much the, you know, they're looking forward to the season and, and sharing some, some pictures of some bucks and man, they got some hammers and I hope, I hope they strike gold with the, some of those, but you know, for us, we have a couple on camera, but it's always, it, it's so strange. Cause I always feel like we don't get those just straight up hammers on camera. You know what I mean? And it's not, like we, we know they're around, but man, like some people could just get those images religiously, but you know, we've never, I've, you know, as far as Dimitri, we've been hanging out. I mean, it's, it's, we get really beautiful, big mature deer, but not like some of these images that we've seen, huh? Well, I was expecting a lot more from the cameras this year. I, we did a lot of more, a lot scouting and especially back in March and found a lot more new territory and really put it boots to the ground did a lot of e-scouting and you know we probably put more cameras out in different spots than we ever have and and kind of switched them around and and look for bedding areas and trails and i was really expecting to have a big arsenal of shooters on camera this year and you know it, it kind of played out the same story as the last few years has been you know pretty disappointing i i would say uh probably had only three really nice shooters is what I'd classify and maybe a couple that would be on the verge of, you know, whether I'd pass up early on or, you know, it all depends. It's always a different story when it's sitting there in front of you, <laughs> uh, in the stand. But, uh, yeah, I, I was a little disappointed this year. I thought we would have a little more Intel as far as what's around, but like you said, I know they're out there and I know which spots, they're at and you know the history just kind of tells that there's mature bucks in the area so i'm not too worried about it but you know gonna have a little bit different of a strategy this year yeah and i think too like i was talking to my dad uh sunday i think it was after church and stuff and i said to him i'm like he goes oh how was your your carpool and everything the other day and i said it was good uh, i said there was one where you know i sent him the picture of that fresh rub that we saw and i said on that camera though i said the camera was 35 yards away in a transition area. I said, there's crab apples and it was like the perfect spot. I said, there was four images and the four images were two from us leaving, setting it up and two 
picking that sucker <laughs> up, you know, and, uh, you know, I said, you, you cross the Creek bottom and boom, right. There's a nice, pretty decent sized tree that is just completely freshly rubbed. I said, but I said, I said to him, I said, I feel like the areas that we found, uh, and especially to some of those other areas that you found Dimitri on, like, even on your own, those, those are like you said, they're going to, they're going to hold deer. They're going to be, whether it's in that October time frame, that pre-rut, rut at time. And it's cause it's kind of like for me back at home, like right now there's no shooter on, on those cameras, like at all, but I'm not, it, but that's the, that's been the history there. I, I mean, it's October 15th is when you'll, uh, we'll get that first buck on there. Maybe it's a small eight, maybe it's a, like a year and a half, two year old deer. But then as the time goes by, because of the doe bedding, that's really good in that area once the rut kicks in it, it's it's game on and that's when you start seeing all those big mature deer up on that area so i feel like some of those areas like you said when we were out there on saturday i just feel like they're going to be some mature deer walking around there eventually and i think a lot of the areas that we're looking at for this year are kind of some transition areas where when the deer get a little bit of pressure from other hunters, that's where they're going to go to. Yeah. And, and that's another kind of new strategy we're implementing this year where we were before we were kind of just trying to get away from hunters, which is, we found out to be a lot harder than we thought, <laughs> uh, especially here in central PA. But uh, we're just kind of looking where the deer are going to go when they get pressured. And, you know, a lot of times they disappear while they're switching uh, areas that feel safer. So we're trying to look for those areas. And I think that's going to be a, a big key for us this year is finding those areas where they're going to kind of lay low, whether it's smaller thickets that, you know, most people aren't hunting around, and, but the, they're going to get pushed into those areas. The season goes on. Yeah. Mike, man, you've been busy too, putting up some, some, some fun things back at home with, with your dad on that property. What you got oh, going yeah. on up there, dude? For sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, to Dimitri's point earlier, uh, I think this is about as ready as I'll ever be, uh, being it's only my third full year in the woods. Uh, between all the e-scouting, I think I shot every 3D course in southern New York and eastern Pennsylvania <laughs> over the summer. So there's no doubt I got my reps in. But, um, yeah, I, uh, last couple of weekends I've been trying to get up to uh, to the property, uh, you know, where Dad and I hunt. Um and, uh, you know, we repositioned some tree stands just based on movement that we saw last year or didn't see. Um, and, you know, some of the signs that we stumbled across when we were either a midseason scouting or, you know, just trekking in and out. And um, so hope, we're hoping that works out for us, uh, you know, uh, being that they are ladder stands. So it's not, you know, not to say that we can't move around, but because uh, we both have climbers. Um, but with the e-scouting, um, you know, I spent a lot of time up on the state land and I uh, want to really try and get back in there this year. Uh, Cause I saw a lot of, a lot of good signs back there. Some, you know, some rubs, some scrapes, uh, you know, and, and a few areas that I hadn't explored yet. So I went right. further back in um, and spent, you know, a good day or two, uh, you know, just basically circling the whole, the whole uh, space of, uh, of the game land and uh, took a lot of notes and, uh, you know, hopefully I'll put it to work this year. You know I mean? It, it, it'll, it won't be without effort. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. You know, only a couple of days for me, you know, this, this Thursday, um, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be the next day for me, yep. probably uh, be listening to it, you know, as I'm suiting <laughs> up, like yep. I'm going into battle or something. So getting myself ready to go. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I, I, man, I, I, I said to my wife today, we we're driving over to 
to, to work today was actually one that we drove over together and uh I'm like, man, I'm just so fired up. I'm like, it's it's hunting week. Like, and I I love the fact that the past couple episodes of the hunting public, how Zach, like that let's hunt thing is has is like catching on, like for them. I mean, why wouldn't it? But it's just like I just feel like I just want to start screaming. Like today I said to a couple of my students, there was one kid I didn't know. Like, I mean, he's a full-fledged uh swimmer like you you look at him you just don't see hunter written on him like some of the other kids over are on our in our school and i saw his screensaver and it was uh he had a nice buck on there i said i looked at him i'm like dude you hunt he's like yeah i'm like dude you gotta check us out like check out antler up and uh all that stuff like doing a shameless plug i'm like man do you archery hunt he's like no he's like i just go out with my family like hunting camp and all that stuff i'm like that's awesome but i'm like like but it's just it seems like now i'm like every day like i'm hoping tomorrow at school like okay what's my next sign that i could see with something like for hunting tomorrow and uh, I, I'm just so friggin' pumped and jacked and I keep asking Dimitri, I'm like, what, what's our plan? <laughs> what are we doing Saturday? Just cause I'm like, I'm, you know, like you said, it's just, you're just, I'm, you're antsy, you're amped up and all that stuff. So man, I, I'm pumped. I think, uh, you know, it, it's one thing for us to have the success that we had last year, uh, and try to build upon that. And I just think we just have to, uh, enjoy the process. And I think the three of us just love it all whole mightily that uh it don't matter what happens as, as long as we're just out there experiencing and and going through it you know that's that's the important thing yeah we're all, we're all definitely learning from each other for sure uh i know you guys motivate me and you know i know it's been a while since we caught up on here but it's not like we don't talk yeah. every day pretty much you know if we're not sending each other photos or you know some kind of update that we saw on social media or check out this new piece of gear i got or you know what are you running you know what, what kind of arrow set up you know we're it, for us it's an all-year thing you know but to have it upon us now it's i'm actually getting goosebumps just talking about it yeah. you know just being on here with you guys just you know i can't wait for the next you know 48 to 72 hours you know <laughs> and and just to get it going and uh see what see what lies in you know ahead for us uh for the for this season so well let's talk let's talk a little bit about our season and what our goals are coming up for this year and you know dimitri what are what's some of yours if if you have any or you know i know like for myself i'm a big goal-oriented person but like this year i i i we'll get to it but this year it's been it's a little bit different so what, what do you got going on man I think my number one goal this year is just to fill the freezer. I, <laughs> I'm on my last pack of meat this week. So, I mean, that's going to add a little more pressure to this weekend. So, uh, you're going to try to put a dough down at least uh, at minimum just because I need some meat. Um, but uh, on a serious note, I think, you know, the biggest thing for me this year is what I want to do is, is really try to capture my hunts more uh, in the aspect of video and, and capturing uh, the memories that be able to replay that and kind of see that, you know, last year I got my doe kill uh, on video and, but I wasn't able to get my buck. I uh, was able to film the recovery, but, you know, just trying to get better at that and, and, and enjoying that as well, not putting more pressure on myself, but, you know, trying to get those shots of, you know, more B roll and, and trying to create that, that storyline to be able to show to people and, and to look back on. And, you know, I, I don't get caught up in shooting, you know, monster bucks too much, but I always looking to shoot a nice, mature, respectable deer here in central PA. And I, I 
want to go with the the thought process of trying to shoot a doe early on just to kind of take the nerves off. I, I tell myself that I'm going to do that every year and it, it doesn't happen for one reason or another. So, you know, that would be probably my first goal this year is, is try to put a doe down early. I do have two doe tags this year. Normally I only have one, but I was able to get the bonus tag. So just trying to put meat in the freezer and create, create that memory through the footage and try to put some good content out there for people. Yeah. Mike, what about it for you, man? Uh, you know, uh, I got to stay humble, you know, that, uh, you know, I was pretty pumped that I got that, that doe last year. Uh, but you know, like Dimitri said too, you know, if, if a big doe comes walking out in front too, it's just, you know, just to, to get settled in and, you know, kind of get that edge off early head start into the season, you know, get meat in the freezers. I think I'm down to a couple, uh, couple rolls of meat too. I think I just got a couple of roasts left in the freezer. It's not all about just the trophies, you know, especially for me. Um, but I got to tell you, I'm pretty pumped about going out to Ohio uh, first week of November. And I'm definitely not driving out there to look for the ladies. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm looking for the big boys out there. I've seen some, uh, some car pulls uh, on some of those cams and uh, they got some monsters out there. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, every time I go out, uh, it's, I'm learning something, you know, I'm taking something away. Even if I don't see anything, you know, it's just studying the conditions, you know, uh, you know, the types of situations that you're in with the weather, even if it's a small deer that comes through, just watching where they're coming from, how they're acting, how they respond to each other, you know, how they're going to respond to, to me if they, if they, you know, win me or, or, uh, or if they catch me or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you know, same expectations as I had last year, you know, still going in it fresh any harvest is a success for me. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter if it's a, a doe or a buck. Yeah. And that's the one thing too, where like Demetri, I want to, I want to build off of both of your answers just because we talk about getting that content, Demetri, like for you, but the one thing too, I think like talk a little bit about how your idea is as far as getting more aggressive, because, you know, we've talked about that on our podcast, especially too of some of the ones that we have coming out with some of our guests, how we say, we want to get more aggressive and, you know, talk a little bit about your logic behind that just because of I'm thinking about like last year, like we pulled cards and we we had deer. I, like I'm thinking even that spot where we where we had that early scrape on that one camera that like where my stand was that time. And, you know, you weren't that far off hunting in that area. But we sat those first couple weekends and we saw like no deer and we're like, where the heck are these deer at? I mean, we were constant getting constantly getting deer um and i so like talk a little bit about like your aggressive tactics for like what you want to accomplish this year with that so basically the last several years probably I, i've really limited myself to where i wanted to hunt so that's the reason why we tried to be a little more aggressive in finding new areas to hunt that way we can uh go in there and, and hunt closer to bedding and if something would happen as far as we screw it up or bump a buck, you know, we won't feel too bad about, you know, switching to a different area because we know there's other bucks elsewhere. Just because what we do is we, we tend to think about saving that spot to the rut or, you know, November. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure that happens in all these areas that we're hunting because it's all public. So that area 
might not be as good as we thought, you know, come November. So what we're going to try to do this year is hunt a little bit closer to the bedding areas in these different spots and try to catch those deer early on in October and, and get more footage and, you know, have better chances of getting a success early on in the season, whether it's a buck or a doe, just because like last year, we limited ourselves to a couple spots and didn't see any deer and, you know, didn't have anything else scouted out really until my dad went into that spot. I killed my buck. So we really made sure that we had several options available to us this year. And we're going to really, you know, depending on the wind, like the first day, the wind is where we've been seeing a lot of our shooter bucks. Isn't going to be great that first morning, you know, so we're going to wait and maybe go in there in the afternoon. It actually looks pretty good for the afternoon sit, you know, and you got to draw that fine line where you don't want to bust right into the bedding that first day and, you know, sit in the middle of it, but we might sit on the edge where, you know, if nothing comes out or whether we have an encounter, we're not going to bust the whole area up in one sit, but, you know, we're going to be there where that buck possibly could be coming out in daylight and have that opportunity early on in the season. Yeah. Awesome. And that's, you know, that's kind of like, you, I'll echo that as well. Like for some of the things of like that I'm, I'll say, but even like Mike, for you, you know, the one thing that I love about like your mentality is, you know, you know, you're green, you know, you're, you're still uh, that, that any, any success is, is a good success. And you're just banging that out and, you know, taking maximizing each and every single opportunity, because man, I feel like even, even though I've hunted pretty much my whole life, I feel like I'm still doing that, you know? And I feel like if you're not, uh, you know, there's guys out there that are just straight up assassins and, and, you know, they've developed and they've, it clicks for them. But for some people, it takes a little while. It takes the, you know, getting busted at countless of times or understanding things. And, uh, so I think for you that that's the mentality that you should have. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm proud of, of that. And I think, uh, you know, you continue to have that good mindset. That's when good things seem to happen for people, whether it's, you know, hunting or not. Um, but I, I think too, like how you said about trying to get uh, on that public land side of things is just to broaden your horizon and just kind of, I feel like even this year you may not, I mean, who knows, you could totally be like, no, you're, you're, you're wrong, but like you may dive in only to a certain spot and you know, you might see, it might take you a couple of sits and be like, dude, I, I actually got to get in a little bit further. Whereas like that took me a whole freaking season until I finally was like, man, I got to get deeper or I need to like just change this whole setup or, you know, oh, this looks good, but if there's no fresh sign, like why the hell would you hunt it? You know, like Demetri and I looked at on Saturday, we're like, man, this, if I was a buck, I would be cruising through here. If I was a buck or a, a, just a deer, this would be a great spot, but we're like, there's no poop, you know, there's no nothing, you know? So like, why would you hunt that? Um, so I think in like years past, I would have fallen into that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I just, like I said, you know, the, the, the biggest thing for me is, uh, is just getting out there, whether it's on private and or public, uh, I really want to try to get into more of the public side this year. I think between the three of us, and we've all shared this too, we're, we're never satisfied, whether it's with our gear, whether it's our setups, uh, where we're hunting, we're always trying to advance to the, to that next step, you know, and, and try to either maximize our, our equipment and our opportunities at the same time. So yeah. we're, we're constantly working amongst ourselves and, and, you know, and working together, you know, as, as seeing what's working for us and that experience, whether it's like you said, like 
Dimitri said, if you're sitting there and, you know, it's a busted morning, okay, well, what am I taking away from that? You know, next time I go in or, you know, changing the tactic when you go in in the afternoon. I get to hunt a lot with my father, which is good. So it's like, it's like having a tutor with you the whole time. Yeah. Even, even when I'm sitting in the tree stand and we're communicating via text just to be on alert for this, you know, we got the winds changing direction up here. Let me know what it's doing down there, you know, or, you know, whatever the situation is. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I go in there, you know, like you said, with a fresh mindset, my, my primary focus is to stay that way. uh, Cause I just want to absorb everything I can, you know, when I do get out there. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, that's a key thing. And I would say, honestly, for my goals this year, I kept them kind of simple and and they're building off of both of yours. And that's why I I knew just because of, I mean, it's just our mentality and that's why we get along so amazingly is it's like, we're all one the same, but like my thing is building off of like right away of what Dimitri said about building that content, but also, you know, not letting it rule all, uh, you know, do I want to make the best possible video content out there that I can? Absolutely. But at the, at the same time, I don't want it to jeopardize anything, you know, whether it be a hunt, whether it be, you know, like I just think back to like some of my favorite moments of hunting, even though, the whole last season was when I didn't bring my shotgun with me and I was just filming behind Dimitri's shoulder for Turkey. You know, that was like, I loved doing that. That was just fun. And I messaged him the other night. I'm like, Hey, uh, those days that were right after work and you're able to go up and I'm like, I'll like, let's film each other sometimes, some of those times. And you know, I'm okay to do that. If I know it's only going to be, it's not going to be an all day Saturday sit. You know what I mean? I'm not blowing that. It's if it's, it's an, it's an evening that I could, record and try to put some content out there from us like that's what i'll do and uh so like that's one of my goals is again build on that content but but have that same mentality as last year where it's not going to ruin uh an opportunity uh and that's just we're not getting paid (laughs) you know what i mean so that's at the end of the day no one's paying us to do any of that stuff so it's like i'm not going to let it ruin it um so that's like that as far as like the content side of things uh and as far as like hunting my thing is building off of again what Dimitri said about the talking about like for Saturday, like the wind's not great in the morning for that area where we have had nice bucks on camera and where we have a pretty good idea of our entry exit strategies. But instead of me just going, oh, today's a day to go hunt, like instead of doing that, like maybe go out and go look at a whole different area, whether it's in spot that I never looked at, or I could go in blind because, you know, you could take notes. You could say, okay, this totally sucked. Chalk that one up to never go back there again. Or, Hey, this could be a potential sign, a a potential spot where we could go, you know, Hey, on this wind, it actually would work. Hey, here's sign. Here's no sign. So my mentality is for, as far as that hunting is, is pick and choose the days wisely. Um, but, and not just like you said, just blow it all up. Um, and again, to kind of, build off both of you guys is, is shoot, shoot a doe early if possible, given the other opportunity. I, I would love to, I think earlier on, like last year, that first episode that we put out, like we put something out and there's like no deer <laughs> in it. And it's just like, it's just like a video of B roll, which is, it is what it is, but uh, it, you know, like, but that's where we, where we're at, you know, sometimes it, we don't see the deer and I don't know. So it's, it's like that, you ruffle, you, you, you fight with that self, you know, in your mind of like, okay, what do you do? What do you put together? Does it even flow? Uh, but yeah, man, I, I honestly, that's, that's my goal is try to fill that f- freezer early, p- 
pick and choose the the days I want to hunt early on and, and build that content uh, in, in a good manner and, and kind of just get better at that. I mean, the one thing, there's so many good amateur people out there right now. Like, like Demetri, we were watching uh, Behind the Bow, like that video, like those two series. I mean, they've been doing it for quite a while. They took that big break and they're, they t- they're talking about it on their new episodes. But I mean, to think they took a break and they're coming out with this stuff is just phenomenal. Like, I hope we could get them on the podcast just to talk just because, I mean, those two bucks that that guy put down were just straight slobs, you know, just awesome deer. And, uh, Mike, if you haven't watched it, I'll send you a link to just some pretty cool stuff, two guys, two friends. And, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my goal. I mean, if I don't have a, uh, it has to be bigger than last year's deer. I don't have any of that, it, you know, any opportunity that, like if it's respectable and, and if I always think about what Greg Farrell told, told us is if it's that 10 point rule, if it's in the tree, if he's in the tree and it's given him 10 point excitement, like let it rip, you know, it's, it, it, and that's the, it's about making those memories. And, uh, I, I think if, if we do that, stay true. And, and, you know, like I said earlier, I think that success is going to happen for us. Well, and the biggest thing for this year is growing as a hunter. And I don't know if it's because starting a family and, and having a little bit more limited time, or it's the fact that I'm just growing as a hunter and, and learning new information of, of every sit that I have, whether it's morning, evening, whether it's the beginning of October, whether it's the, during the peak of the rut is having a, why I'm sitting there and, and putting myself in the best opportunity of yeah. being successful in that sit. You know, before I would just maybe go into, you know, an area like, well, these areas aren't good because of the wind. So maybe I'll just try this area out. But you know, another reason why I wanted to scout new, new areas and, and kind of have more Intel is to maximize each sit that I'm going to have, whether it's morning, evening, early season, late season, and, and tell myself, why is this going to put me in the best situation? And that way I can have a successful chance each time I'm in that stand and, and, and really maximize each opportunity instead of just going in blind and being, well, I hope this is a good sit. Maybe something will walk by me. Right. Yeah. And that's where too, like even to kind of backtrack on like my answer about like the wind and, and getting into a spot, maybe I never been in like, those are going to be the days where I get in after work. You know what I mean? Those are going to be those evening. Like I only have two and a half, three hours of good light. Um, and, and to like to, to build on that. So that's where, that's where I want to try to, if that, and again, like those could be sits where, Hey, this could be a potential banger spot in the next couple of days or in a week or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, like, that's where, like you said, I, you know, that's where too, like, I think the cell camera comes into play, especially for me back at home. Like I would always, pick those days and it just always seemed like when we would check cameras like postseason it's like man i just missed that by a day like whether i should have whether i leave saturday night and that deer comes sunday and obviously we can't hunt sunday or it's the day before i came and so i feel like for me to maximize my time away from my family it was like okay listen that's going to be a a spot where i don't have to worry about anybody stealing my camera or i shouldn't have to Uh, so like, let me throw a cell camera up there. And if I have good buck movement, then let's go put on a play for it. And if not, then I know at least I could strategically plan for that trip and say, Hey, like, listen, and it was even, 
to talk about, like we were talking about our days for what we're going to take of like when we're going to map those out. And I was looking at it and I'm going to do the exact same thing. Like you were just talking about Dimitri. My dad was like, you know, when are you going to come in? I'm like, oh, I don't know yet. I haven't looked. And, and then I was looking at the calendar. I'm like, well, I could take only two days off of work that weekend of that, of the Sunday. And I know my dad, he's taking off. He has a bunch of days where he saves it for, for archery season towards that end time. And then he uses some time as well for rifle. So he's going to be off like during those times as well. So the plan is to hopefully the weekend that I shot my buck last year, that seventh weekend, like the, the day of the seventh, I'll probably stay here uh, in central Pennsylvania and try to put some, if, if, if I don't have my tag filled by then, just put something around here. And if not, I'm going to take that Friday, Monday. So that way I could hunt Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, up at the club and, and really, and I'm kind of part of me, I'm, I'm split, man. Like hopefully I don't have to do that cause I want to be tagged out already, but the other half of me wants to kind of have that little challenge. So that way I'm not stuck in that spot. I feel like, fi like I finally feel like I could bounce around. I have the confidence as a hunter where I could look. I've done scouting around that area where it's like, okay, I do have plan A, B, C, and D in that area where before it was only A and B. And it was, they were already fixed. And, you know, after talking to, especially after talking to Kip about like some of their, their situations of, of having stands preset for years and having that deer look how he talked about, like, I'm like, I don't understand how we've never really been picked off back at home, but at the same time, some of those stands have been there a very long time. And, uh, so that's why too, I think last year I had a success early on cause it was that first time in there and, and, you know, there's been no stand or anything before, uh, down in that area. So I'm kind of anxious to see like this year, I don't want to go in that little preset area. I want to be in that vicinity, but I don't want to be in that tree. If that makes sense. I know I put in the prep for it for myself and my dad, but like part of me doesn't want to be in there because I want to be a little bit further down where I saw a ton of sign activity and it's, it, you know, it wasn't like old, old, it was actually, you know, fairly decent and, uh, you know, just a shit ton of trails of a highway. So, uh, that's kind of my hope a little bit, like, I want to have that little challenge, but hopefully I don't, <laughs> you know? Oh man. That's good. Good yeah. stuff. I know. Yeah, you don't want to limit yourself. I mean, you said it earlier, right? I mean, uh, don't be like a one all with something, right? You know, just don't limit yourself, put yourself in, in, into like a challenge situation. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm probably going to have that mindset when I'm in Ohio, I'm probably just going to be so giddy cause it's going to be my first out of state hunt. Yeah not knowing what to expect, you know, <laughs> yep. you know, I'm going to be sitting there and be like, you know, I have to get a deer, you know, in three or four days and I'm going to be in the woods, but you know, I have to keep reminding myself that's not what you're going there for, you know? So, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I can totally echo what, what you're you mean? You're going, you're going there for a buck, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't go, you don't go to Ohio and not think dream of giants. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's what I, I told. I told Adrian that I'm like, man, I'm not coming to Tennessee to shoot does. I'm coming there to fill a freaking buck tag down there. Yeah. Right. You want to get a, you want to get a yeah. hog. Like it's a, you want to get like a horse down there yep. or something. You well, know what I mean? That's the one thing that I'm actually really excited about just because we've had so many amazing guests on it. We've picked up different things from them and from listening to them and like i think again this is just me thinking uh like saturday dimitri that one spot like the third camera that we pulled on public um 
I just feel like if we get down there and we're sitting there for uh, a little bit and if something were to happen, whether a different hunter would come in or something, we just would feel, I feel like we're so much more confident now, especially because of how much we scouted some of those areas where you might be like, hey, I'm going to go here. You go here. You know what I mean? Like, like bounce an idea off. I just feel like we could do that on like in a split second and feel comfortable with what we're going to do instead of like, for me, I know I would have been like, well, there goes that, you know what I mean? I just feel like though now I just, I, I don't know. That's just me. I feel like we would be able to come up with a game plan right away and be like, okay, let's, you know, let's improvise and let's do this instead. You know, maybe I, I think too, that kind of draws off of, of the Utah hunt when that, those guys just started sprinting down the mountain. <laughs> like you were like, Hey, let's go, <laughs> let's go stand here because these deer might run over here. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of think that's where that's going to build off of. Yeah. I mean, th- this year I really grew I, as far as I thought it was going to be difficult. Cause I knew that wind direction wasn't very good where we traditionally hunt and then see a lot of nice bucks, but I pulled up the Onyx map actually today at work and, and I have so many waypoints. <laughs> if you see my, my map, uh, it's literally red dots just sprayed everywhere, but I know the areas and I know where the bedding is and I know the way the deer are going to be moving in all those areas. And I literally just looked at the map and I said, this is what the wind direction is going to be. So I, you know, went to one spot and I'm like, Nope, that's not going to be good for there. And, and went to the next spot and I'm like, Nope, that's not going to be good. And then kind of pick point and then found, you know, two or three spots that we possibly can hunt on Monday uh, or Saturday, but especially in the morning uh, with the right wind direction and really set ourselves up for a good opportunity. So, you know, I think that goes a long way as far as scouting those areas and really having multiple options to go from and, and knowing the lay of the land and putting boots on the ground and, and knowing where the bedding areas are and how they're going to move from the feeding to the bedding as well. Yeah. Now, Mike, like let's, let's look at Thursday, for instance, for you, cause that's opening day. What, uh, so I'm, I'm assuming you're going to go to one of your pre-spot like ladder stands. Are you bringing the, your climber with you at all? Yeah, I'll have the climber with me. Uh, probably throw it in the back of the Jeep just in case I want to change it up in the afternoon. Uh, but in the, in the weeks following, uh, I got a couple extra days uh, planned out where I want to dedicate it to just the, the state side and get on the game land and, and probably try and get in there. But I'll have it with me uh, on Thursday, but you know, we, we just touched on it earlier, you know, in case the situation changes early on, you know, the weather changes or, you know, we're not seeing any kind of movement. Uh, you know, I may push up back even further and, and either hit one or the other stands back there, or I'll take my climber with me. And, you know, if I start to, you know, sense something, or if I, you know, if I got a good, good feeling about, you know, uh, this is, this is a spot where I'll be, I don't have a problem climbing up, you know, yeah. 50 yards, 20 yards away from a ladder stand, just to change the the perspective of where the deer might be coming in from, you right. know? So, um, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely have it with me on, uh, on Thursday. That's good. Now, what about, uh, here's a scenario for you, Dimitri. What, uh, on Saturday we're in a spot, it's, uh, I don't know, 10 30. You got a, a lone big old doe walking by. What are you doing? You got a clear, you got a clear shot. It's opening day. (laughs) What are you doing? She's probably going down. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's like seven, seven AM, seven thirty. 
I, I might let her walk, but I think depending on where we're at and where we're hunting in the situation, I don't know. Any any mature doe is probably not safe on Saturday. <laughs> I don't care what time it is. But who knows? Anything could change, but it depends on the shot and the situation too. Like, I mean, if she's standing 20 yards broadside, and if I'm getting good footage, you know, the one thing we talked about not – uh, letting video get get us from getting opportunities. It, I think with a doe, I, I can be a little more relaxed and and yeah. try to get good footage and and make sure I get a shot on video. Where where a buck, I'm, it might be a different situation. So, you know, I I think I'm going to be a little more aggressive getting one early. So, uh, I feel like if you pass up an opportunity, you may never get it back. So yeah, I think you should just go for it. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Cause that's kind of how I feel. I'm like, man, if it's, if he, if he's like, dude, look, we got to go in an hour. Like I'm like, all right, next year I see it's freaking down, <laughs> hopefully down, you know, at least ripping a shot, uh, at one, but nah, man, that's, you know, I think too, like the cool thing about us having our trip early has been, you know, kind of like what Mike alluded to earlier was about our gear and like what we've have ready and already. And that's the one thing that's been, you know, I, I, I was getting that hunt plan for this past weekend and, and didn't go. So I, I mean, I'm ready. Like everything's already packed away. Uh, the only thing that I really have to do now is just continue to, to shoot and, and, you know, just do that type of stuff. But, you know, I, I feel each time, I've practiced out of the saddle, uh, is the more comfortable I have gotten out of it. And I know I said this to you, Dimitri, over the weekend was that I feel more comfortable shooting out of it even better than I did out of a tree stand. I just feel like the alignment, um, you know, I know there's tons of videos out there, but that was the one thing where I just feel so much more at ease and it, and it just, it just feels more natural as far as like drawing the bow back being already like, at that right angle and not have to worry of, of my steps of, cause you know, you practice all the time and like you're going through your steps, but then you're in a tree stand, you add a step of like bending at the waist or whatever it is. And you're like, you know, that if, if you're a mental case, like I am in, in the side of things of that, you know, it, it could just totally go out the window. Um, and I feel like this has kind of slowed it down for me a lot. And, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I really enjoy it. I hope it's just one of those things where, it, a lot of people you got to just try it and if it's not for you it's not it's not for you and and uh if it is it is and and so far i've been very lucky <laughs> that that it has been just because honestly i i i'm anxious to see on those cold days uh but right now at the moment i'm like man i i wouldn't want to go back um you know especially too with the pack i mean i've tried you know, I have the XO pack and I have the Kafaru pack and I'm trying to see which one I like best as far as like lugging in the gear. Uh, I talked to Taylor from uh, Capture Creative just through messages the other day. I asked him about, you know, how I'll be filming with a, a handy cam this year just to make it a lot easier. Um, but like when I'm filming with Dimitri and uh, for tag team and we'll, I'll, I'll run, you know, hey, Dimitri, throw this camera on or I'll use this one and, and have also my A6400 as a mirrorless camera, but I was like, how do you go about bringing both? You know, obviously you're not bringing two camera arms. And, uh, so he just mentioned like, Hey, I just use a strap, you know, and like, I already have a plan where I'll just use a strap that came with it. I'll have it on a, uh, one of those little clips on my, um, his strap on for the, like that I have in front of me. 
So that's where my, my mirrorless camera is going to hang from there. And then my handy cam is going to be on the camera arm. So then that way I'm still able to get the video side of things. But then if time allows and I'm able to get a, a cool image of some sort, I could get the image. Um, so then that way it's not just, uh, the handy cam camera. So I'm going to be able to do both. And, uh, that was the one thing I was kind of nervous about. Cause I'm like, man, I don't want to just like, what's this camera now going to be just like for post, you know, kills, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, so that at least now I'll be able to hopefully get some good content as well, as far as like this still images, just because that's something that I've, I've kind of really started to enjoy having that really nice camera for that. Um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, honestly, I feel, I feel like my gear is dialed in right now, as far as what I'm taking, I have it all figured out. I have a, I was using a older, uh, like wheel hoist up. Uh, but the only thing that was a pain in the butt is you'd have to like loosen it and tighten it every so many feet just because it would get like, it would expand. Uh, and I was like, man, there's gotta be something better. So I ended up, uh, what did I do? I sold, uh, sold something, uh, on eBay and it paid for, it was like $30 was a, that Doyle's, uh, hunting hoist, ho ho hoist or something like that. It's called, it's a retract. It's like a dog leash. Basically I should just bought a friggin' dog leash, but it's, it's, so it retracts automatically you put your bow on and, but it's going to clip on, on my, on the new clips loop thing on the saddle. So then it's just, I'll put my bow on that. And then as I come, you just pull it up. So that's going to be a little bit easier. Just kind of figure out like where my, my pack goes on that hiss hauler and all, or on the uh, hiss strap and all that type of stuff. So yeah, once, once I get settled, that's the one thing I was really looking forward to last weekend was to get that first sit out of the way of the, the, you know, you could practice all you want, but once the it's game on, it's, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Things change when, uh, yeah, when, when you're live, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything goes out the window, all that prep, all that summer prep and reps. And once you're in the tree stand, it's, you know, you, you want to make sure, uh, you put in enough of those, uh, those reps. So when you climb up, you know, it just feels natural, you yeah. know, whether it's a ladder climber saddle, you know, it's, it, you know, situational shooting was, I focused a lot on that this year, just going up in the tree stand and just shooting at a bag target, you know, 20 yards, 30 yards, different, different angles, different light, you know, different levels of light. My father and I were just hanging out, you know, shooting the, shooting the shit in the backyard and starting to get a little dark. And I said, Hey, you know, can we go up back and bag out there? I want to, I got some lighted knocks I want to try out. And, you know, before the sun goes down, I said, you know, let's practice that last light shooting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we went in there, we got, we got maybe 20 minutes in and, you know, I fired off about a half a dozen arrows and I'm like, perfect. You know, got that, you know, got that situation out of the way. And, you know, so yeah, I mean, every little bit helps, you know, I mean, uh, there's, there's only so much you can do until you're actually in there. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's the fun part too. And I think too, Dimitri, I haven't had to fix any arrows recently, which is good. <laughs> yeah. How about it? Not losing any, like we were early yeah. in the season. I don't know well, if we're, we're, I'm being we're, more accurate or not shooting as far. So yeah, I think, I think it's, Hopefully it's I, I, more accurate. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> it's, I think it's a little bit of both, you know, we're not shooting 90 yards, hundred yards nonstop just to get ready for that, that mule deer hunt. Well, that's how one of our other buddies were up here shooting and you know practicing a little more uh whitetail range and and we we were shooting probably from 40 and we moved back 50 and 60 shot a couple rounds and we moved up you know gradually and we got to 20 yards and i felt like i was literally standing on top of the deer and i'm <laughs> like geez i can't believe this is 20 yards it feels like about five yeah 
Yeah. And that's, and that's something too. Like I, every time we go up to my in-laws and I, I bring my bow and I've been shooting more up there and trying to stretch and bring the saddle with me and any chance I get, I just go up, even if it's just one stick, like I'm just setting up one stick and just getting that, 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 that flow of things. So, uh, yeah, I, I think broadheads are ready. The bow is tuned and, uh, the prime three is ready to go. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to get a first, you know, my first animal with that one. Yeah. I'm still running the realm, uh, 2018 edition, still, still shooting lasers by that thing. So, yeah. uh, really no reason for me to, you know, switch out just yet, you know, until, unless I have a blow up incident, like some people <laughs> that we know, yeah. but, uh, I'm not going to mention any names <laughs> on this call, but, uh, um, <laughs> It's been good for me. You know, I got the dough with it last year. You know, just going to stick with it. Might change my arrow set up a little bit. Still running the Black Eagles. But uh, I've been shooting those Easton 6.5s. And, uh, you know, I to me, uh, Jeremy, I sent you the picture yesterday. You know, uh, my groupings are definitely better with those for, for whatever reason. I don't know if it's a psychological aspect or, or what it is. But, you know, if that's what's going to keep me co- comfortable going into Thursday, you know, I might, I might just go with that. So, yeah. Dimitri, you're running those. Yep, same arrow. So pretty excited about them. They're a little heavier than what I've been running the last few years. So I feel like that's going to really benefit me in the long run. Uh, just having that heavier arrow, get a little more penetration than I did the last few years. Yeah, that's the one thing. Uh, I mean, it's funny because when we went and picked up the my dad's bow and I grabbed mine and everything and the Kyle was talking about, yeah, anybody that's during being uh, off during COVID time, that's a hunter. Just just watch, binge watch all that ranch fairy stuff of, you know, the heavy arrow and all that. Yeah. Man, he's a crazy dude. But, uh, man, I just uh, last year's arrow was I think five fifteen, and this year it's going to be uh, five. Is it five twenty three point eight? Like all of them are right around there. So. Yeah, I'm a you know heavy arrow with the 2.0. You know, I'm, I'm anxious to see how the, how they. I mean, they fly amazing. Um, so I've you know we've had amazing success with the with the 2.1s last year. So I have no doubt in my mind they they're gonna you know improve just with the new blade angle as far as that goes. So I'm anxious to see. Hopefully, we can put it on a doe early just to see how it how it uh, how it performs. Well, that's why i wanted a little heavier area because we also have a couple bear on on a couple swaths of our camera so you know another goal would be definitely to put one oh yeah put one down with my bow i've put one down with my gun but i mean it would be quite an accomplishment for me to really put one down you know with my bow compound bow this year so we got a, a week of that this year so i'm not gonna plan on hunting specifically bear but if one walks in during that season hopefully maybe i can put my buck down early and maybe concentrate on a black bear later in the season yeah that would be awesome that i feel like that's always been a a a semi goal of mine for the last like nine years (laughs) to put a bear down (laughs) again i just for whatever reason i see them when they're not in season And, and i'm not talking like like dimitri you sent us that picture tonight of of him like i'm not talking during i'm talking during hunting like is is in like i could never catch a break you know whether it be the first day of rifle or october 13th when it's a hot day and you're sitting by a a water hole and boom here comes a, a big black bear come flying in just to take a bath and hang out for a little while i'm like why couldn't this be a couple more days you know it's just i can never 
ever catch a break. I see them a few days before or after, and uh, yeah, that that would be a an awesome goal. My maybe too. My goal would be I don't have it as far as like what kind of firearm I would use. Um, I wouldn't mind going with your dad, Dimitri, and, and his crew of people because they always get a bear down. So I I would definitely be game to go in this year for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a different experience. Uh, especially they added that that Sunday of of bear season as well this year. So that gives everyone an extra day to hunt during the rifle season. So, you know, there's definitely a different feeling of of killing a black bear. Uh, You know, you you see them in the woods and before, and it's a different feeling when you're actually hunting them and, and seeing one in the woods. And when I harvest that bear, I mean, there was, it was definitely a different feeling and pretty a lot of excitement. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. to do that with my bow would be pretty crazy as well. <laughs> yeah. I'd, well then too, I feel like if you do get a bear, like that's when you could look at the uh, trifecta as a, like it's a legit could happen, you know, getting down a, a buck, getting down a, a Turkey that in the spring. It's like a hometown slam, right? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yep. For cool. sure. No, man. Awesome. Well, dude, I, I'm excited for us. I think this is a, a fun opportunity. I just still can't believe um, we're a year into this thing as, as Antler Up. And, you know, I just want to say thank you to both of you for what you guys do and, and bring to the table. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's really, really cool that, you know, Mike, you're in New York, you know, and Demetri, you're nine minutes up the road. Uh, but at the same time, it's we all we all do this for the one reason, and it's just because we love hunting and uh, you know, it brings us together as this friendship and, and brotherhood. And, uh, I, I think it's really, really cool. It's, it's been really neat to see other people reach out, whether it's friends of, of all over, you know, whether it's Demetri, your long-term gr- friends you grew up with, played football with, or Mike, it's your friends that, you know, you've known that have reached out and we all kind of, now it almost feels like we know each other, you know, and there's people that we don't even know, asking us to go hunt and it's just you know and and that's just amazing and and i'm very thankful for those opportunities and hopefully one day we would be able to do that you know whether it's canada or you know tennessee or down texas like it 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 doesn't matter i think if there would be an opportunity where you know it it, it's this has brought more than i ever thought at this point uh and that's been the the fun of it and i think uh you know, more awesome times are ahead for us. And I think if we uh, stay the course, it, it will just continue. And, you know, the number one thing is we have fun and we support uh, wholeheartedly. And, and I think uh, uh, it's what it's about. And and again, so thank you for, for everything that you guys do. It means the world to me. Uh, you know, who would have thought a couple, a year ago would have been like, oh, hey, let's start this. And here we are having just a, our, you know, a time of our life and get a chance to talk hunting every single week, every single day. So uh, good luck this year. Thank you for uh, everything. And uh, any, any last words from, from you guys, what you got going on what, that we missed or anything? Yeah, just good luck, man. I think, uh, Man, I'm so jealous be... that you get to go out Thursday. I'm just yeah. so pissed about that. <laughs> I hope you guys will be thinking about me while I'm out there Thursday. Uh, well, that's what Dimitri kept saying. Well, Mike's open up the first, right? And, you know, we, we kept saying it. We're like, damn it. You know, I just. You'll, you'll, you'll get some selfies from me while oh, I'm sure. there for sure. <laughs> yeah. I be, I'll yeah, be teaching good. class and seeing all that. Yeah. 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 I mean, for me, man, it's been. 
it's been a fun year so far. I mean, just to think where uh, the conversations we had back at Tech, you know, yeah, last year, you know, last year, and yeah, and I did. I just think anyone out there that's starting their season, just don't get caught up too much in social media. And I, I say this all the time on the podcast, but you know, whatever gets you excited and and gets your blood pumping, you know, you don't have to shoot a monster if if, if there's a deer out there that. You, you want to shoot and you know it's going to put happiness to you and and get you excited and get your buddies excited and you know i think a lot of times social media can be very toxic to us as hunters and you know put a lot more added pressure than it needs to you know sometimes you you're out there and you're hunting and you're like man i need to get something on the ground or you know i need to post pictures for people can see it and you know enjoy it out there when you're out in the woods and and just look around and maybe don't even check your phone when you're in the stand and and look around and listen to the birds or you know when you when you hear that squirrel that they get your heart pumping and you think it's a deer you know kind of kind of watch that squirrel and 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 enjoy that moment you know and and be out there and it's kind of peaceful i i think as i get older you know, just sitting out in the woods and, and in that peace and quiet and hearing the birds and hearing the squirrels or, you know, when you hear that deer coming and you, you can't quite see it yet and it's a crisp morning and the leaves are crunchy and you, you know that's a deer walking and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and, you know, just just enjoy those moments, you know. And I, I think we get caught up in social media and the, the big box and we got to do this and we got to do that, you know just get excited about hunting and, and enjoy this season and, and don't think too much about it and spend it with family and friends and just try to have a good time while you're doing it. You know, yeah. Amen. that's what beer's for. Yeah. Drink a lot of beer and <laughs> you know, there's nothing better than that, that yeah. celebration beer, you know, whether it's a, you know, beer you like or you don't like. And you, you know, I, I know the time, there was nothing when I killed my bear, you know, we went back this, the people we hunt with have this small camp. There's no electric, there's no heat, you know, they just have a fire and, you know, the fact that everyone's congratulating you and, and, and celebrating like they shot the bear, you know, people are doing shots of moonshine and, and, uh, drinking extra gold, which is like $10 a case, you know, it's just <laughs> like those times is what you live for, you know, and, and don't think you have to, you know, compete against anybody and just enjoy those moments and have fun this year. Uh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt for sure. And that's the one thing too, I think about is not only do I get excited because it's the hunting season and, and, you know, obviously all the reasons why we love it and everything, but it's, you get a chance to disconnect a little bit of, of, from reality. Uh, but then too, like he, like Dimitri said of, of, being with people like I get a chance to you know I hang out with Dimitri a lot but at the same time like I get a chance now to you know we share these moments together and uh to like share these memories together you know I I think back to you know when when my daughter gets old enough to hunt and and Maxim gets old enough to hunt and and we could kind of get them together to to do this as a family thing like maybe one day we'll we'll be doing that up at a camp of our own camp and you know that's just something where man, I, I, that, that'd be amazing. And, you know, Mike, you would be able to bring your daughters over, you know, and come over down to hunt PA as, as a thing. Like, that's just something that we have hopefully an opportunity to look forward to. And, uh, I, I don't know. I just, it's a disconnect and it's something where it, it's, it's made me a, a different person for the better. I hope, I think, uh, it's brought a, 
yeah, I wrote it on my first article for the website when we first started about how it, it, it brought my dad and I a million times closer together. And, uh, Mike, I'm sure it's even the same thing for you because of, you know, all that. So I think it, it, it does so much more. It means so much more to us. And, uh, again, you know, thank you for what you guys do. Thank you for, you know, the people that support us, uh, that, you know, reach out and, and man, it, it just means a lot to all three of us. It, it truly, truly does. And I hope all of you that are listening, you really honestly, either you shoot what makes you happy and it's a great opportunity, whether it's putting meat in your freezer or you shoot the biggest buck of your friggin' life. And, uh, you know, congratulations on that. And, I, you know, hopefully we, we have those opportunities where we could share that as well. And, uh, man, here's to, uh, the 2020 season, even though 2020 has been shit, <laughs> hopefully that, like I said, it, it doesn't mean our hunting season has to be. Nope. So I'm, I'm, I'm determined to make that, uh, true. So, uh, man, here's the 2020 and, and to you guys and, uh, you know, everybody else out there, hopefully you put some down. So antler up. And that's a wrap for another episode of the Antler Up podcast. Again, loved having uh, Dimitri and Mike on talk about our goals for this 2020 season, what we have going on, uh, and, and obviously our gear. Again, thank you so much for your support. If you like what you heard, please go leave a five-star review. It helps us out. Check us out over at antlerupoutdoors.com, our YouTube page, our Instagram. We're just trying to make this thing grow, have fun with it. And again, to all you Pennsylvania hunters out there, thank you for your support. Man, shoot the big one. Best of luck to you. Antler up.